0: Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Tea with Brad Lee. I'm your host, Bradley Wargo, and today we're going to be talking about waiting. I'm going to make you wait real quick, as I want to give a quick shout-out to my mom for helping me kind of understand what this podcast is for and kind of like. It's very blog-esque, and some episodes are going to be weird, wacky, wild, and fun, kind of like Fridays about Overwatch, and others will be motivational in trying to per- motivate you into doing your own goals and accomplishing your own dreams kind of like my first one uh you and today's episode is going to be a little different where it's going to be more about persuasion and trying to make a case as to why i believe that these skills are necessary and what benefits you'd gain from them so with that kind of clarified thank you mom um i'll hop right into today's episode on waiting Now, waiting is not something we like to do, uh, but it's something our government loves to teach us to do. And it's, it's commonly referred to as delayed gratification. And that's another really easier, I think it's a better way to kind of look at what waiting is, because waiting is the denial of pleasure. It's the delaying of the gratification. It's the saying, hey, there are better things ahead. And it goes against what Freud calls the pleasure principle. Freud is a well-known psychologist, and this pleasure principle that he defined is what drives us to find pleasurable things. It's why we seek out sweets. It's why we seek out uh, entertainment. And when we wait, we are denying that pleasure. And what he shows us is that in toddlers, this is a very pronounced effect because a lot of toddlers don't have an understanding of situational context to see why waiting is beneficial. They don't understand yet that, oh, in 40 years I want to own a house. And because they don't understand that, they are very willing to spend the $1 gift you give them on gumballs that are going to disappear in... Five minutes and then wonder where their next dollar is going to come from or what kinds of crazy adventures they're going to have on a playground and even where their mom's face went when you play peekaboo. So they are very focused on the here and now. But as we get older, and a sign of maturity is growing up to understand that not every impulse we have is one we must act on. Think of how many times. You're sitting in a meeting and you have to go to the bathroom, but you know that if you get up and go, you're going to disrupt the workplace. Your boss may not look at you the same way. Your coworkers will look down on you, but you also know that you're able to hold it and you're able to wait for a minute. And then later on when it's an acceptable time, uh, you feel much better when you get to release it so kind of a gross example but one nonetheless and another really big aspect to this though is and a kind of way we can look at waiting is short term versus long term now through this podcast i said um are either shenanigans fun things crazy things or me trying to hype you up, persuade you, and this one is persuading, where I want to make a case for why we need to work on waiting, why we need to work on delaying gratification, and what kinds of benefits we can gain from that. Now, looking at the short term, there's very few, quote unquote, benefits to delaying gratification in the sense that you are denying the pleasure, so you're not gaining any benefits in that satisfaction Uh, There's no real, hey, like, I feel so much better about myself. But I say short-term in the sense of within those 5, 10 seconds of making the decision. But after about a minute or two, you'll kind of normalize because typically when you want something, there's a change in your uh, psych, if you will. And once you normalize again and you come back to you know, not craving anything, being just there and enjoying who you are and doing whatever you're doing, you realize, hey, like, I'm proud of myself for not doing that. And that creates this positive feedback loop in which, yes, you denied yourself the pleasure. And you had that painful moment of no, I don't need this. No, I don't want to do this. No, whatever. But then you reward yourself with okay, thank you to myself for not doing that, I am attaining my bigger goal. And in the long term, that's where we really see the benefits of delayed gratification, which makes sense as to why it's called delayed gratification, because long term, we have delayed it short term for a gratification in long term. And this can be saying, hey, like, I'm not going to eat out as a often, or I'm going to cut back a meal once or twice a week, uh, not going to drink coffee from Starbucks. And yes, they're very simple, plain examples that we all know. And we all have been like, blah, 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 like we can always do that. Yeah. But as simple as those are by not cutting those or by not having those and cutting those out, we allow ourselves to save that money. Because if you think about it, every time that we go against Our long-term goals, we actually make it harder to attain them. And you're kind of like, whoa, wait, what? It's because when you think about it, if I eat a piece of cake now and add on an extra 300 calories, then when I go to the gym, what do I have to do now to go back to equalization, just to be back to where I was before I ate the cake? I have to burn off an extra 300 calories. And then... If I'm attaining a long term goal of trying to be physically fit and I'm trying to cut weight right now, then I have to add on an additional time, additional workout, additional lifts, reps, whatever it may be in order to get under that 300 calorie. So I could have done a workout that would burn 500 calories and because I ate the cake I only gained the benefit of 200 of those. Whereas, had I delayed the cake, then I'd have gained an additional 300 calories burned and would see effects sooner, quicker, and much easier because then that work and effort that I put in would correlate and be seen sooner. And this ties in back to like the monetary things where it's little additions such as getting coffee or splurging at the store where those little additions can start to add up and it can be hard to kind of see how this adds up and like really affects us so I found a little story back in 2015 about a man named Otha Anders and Anders reportedly collected every penny that came across his way for 45 years and in 2015 he finally cashed it uh and turns out he'd collected about 513,614 pennies for a grand total of $5,136.14. Now you might say, "Okay, so he worked for 45 years to only get $5,000." But let's look at this in two other different ways. One, he didn't go out of his way. He did very simple things such as, "Oh, there's a penny. Collect. Oh, there's a penny. Collect." And In doing such simple actions, he gained a net worth of $5,000 because of these little things and how they add up. Now, what if these little things had been quarters instead of pennies? What if when you go to Starbucks, you save a quarter or you take a dollar that you would have spent on Starbucks and instead put it in a savings jar each and every day? So these quarters for Otha, in this instance, would have netted him about $3.2 million. So if he had gone out of his way to save every quarter rather than every penny, he'd have more than, he, he'd have whatever 25 is times his net worth. And what this goes to show when we say, oh, the little things add up, is that they really do add up. So for 45 years, all he does is collect quarters, and now he's worth an additional $3.2 million that's a pretty substantial increase for not a lot of work. And even if he had halved the number of pennies, he still would have tripled his net worth in that sense. Um, Actually, more than tripled. Wow, I'm doing math at a very bad time. But the point here, and hopefully you've kind of gotten to understand it, is that waiting has its benefits. And now now that I've hopefully persuaded you in that sense, I want to kind of give you some tools in a way that waiting can be trained. This isn't a lost cause of, oh man, I haven't been waiting my whole life. Oh man, like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Like everything is just, I always want things and whatnot. But waiting can be trained. It's a very, it's like any other muscle in our body. It's a self-discipline thing. And this ties into a couple of different ways that we can do it one meditation so meditation is a really easy one um because and i i will throw out uh, an app here headspace headspace is a really nice app that lets you sit there for about 10 minutes it does guided so you're not just sitting there like oh, i'm just gonna sit here he walks you through it and he kind of helps you see like What you should be doing with meditation, um, where you should be going, what kinds of thoughts you should be having, and how it all kind of works. But you know, meditation doesn't seem like a short term waiting thing. But what it really does is it sets you up so that you force yourself to wait for either the day you force yourself to wait for sleep at the end of the day, you force yourself to wait in the middle of the day so that you catch a break. And this waiting is Adding to your ability to wait in other instances, such as deciding the cake, uh, or deciding to buy the latte, or whatever the decision may be, by instilling waiting through meditation, you start to gain that skill and work that muscle. Um, And my other way is going to tie in with the challenge is going to be adding five seconds to the next must do task before you do it. So if you have to do the dishes, if you have to watch this next episode of TV, if you have to go to the bathroom, whatever the next must do, if you have to grab, um, I don't know, chips from the cabinet, whatever it may be, just pause for five seconds. And five seconds are immensely doable. You literally just Pause, go one, two, three, four, five, done. That's it. That's all you got to do. And what you'll start to notice is, and I've done this, is you start to really focus on that pausing. You start to focus on it. And by focusing on the pausing, what you're actually doing is pulling away from what you are intentionally focusing on. And this is something else that meditation kind of helps with is that when you meditate, you're not focusing on your problems, you're not focusing on your issues, you're not focusing on your immediate needs and wants. Meditation typically leads you to lead on the future goals, and where you want to be, what kinds of hopes and dreams you have, and how you want to attain them. And this five second pause kind of immediately pulls you into that, that mindset of, hey, let me not think about me right now. And what do I mean by that? So when you count to five, what are you focused on? Are you focused on the cake? Are you focused on the TV show? Are you focused on the chips? Are you focused on the latte? What you're really focusing on when you count to five are the numbers themselves. And numbers are very logical and they remove that emotional aspect. And I would even venture to say that the longer you can wait, so I'm challenging you to five seconds, but as you try it and maybe recognize, hey, this isn't that hard, maybe add on an additional five and make it 10 seconds. And then make it 20, 30, a minute. And again, this isn't to make it daunting. Always start with five. But if you do notice that, you'll start to see that these numbers of one, two, three, four, five really force you to stomach that emotion for a second focus on the logic and at the end of those five seconds or ten or a minute or two minutes you might feel that you're not as inclined to doing whatever it was you were doing um and this is something else that you can add on later and again later i really want to stress that starting out with waiting and working these muscles is just like any other um, workout where you don't want to jump into the gym and do a thousand reps right off the bat but developing that skill so that later on you can lift more and that you can do more reps um, you start off with the five seconds and you work on it and you'll you'll notice that your ability to delay that gratification slowly increases, and you'll start focusing on your long term goals. And when you really say no to that instantaneous self, you are saying yes to your future self. And that is a pretty powerful phrase, if you will, by saying yes, to yourself now, you're saying no to yourself later. But by saying no to yourself now you are saying yes to your future self and you are giving yourself that chance for that long-term goal you are giving yourself that chance for the happiness at the end of that goal you are giving yourself a chance to attain that without having to break your back and that's pretty powerful so hopefully you're willing to Give waiting a chance. Hopefully you've listened to the end of this and that you are ready to kind of face the world a little more visioned and well burst and know that Otha exists and that, yes, the little things can start to add up. And, again, just to reiterate, the challenge is for you to take five seconds and to just pause, count to five, and then enact whatever it is. And that waiting that pausing that training is what will allow you to attain your goals. It's what will allow you to reach a future happiness. And so with that, I leave you all my cup of tea is empty. And till next time. Enjoy.